Travel Writer Show on J-Air 88FM in Melbourne. I saw a social media post of an edible yeah. cup. Looked like a takeaway coffee cup. And uh, I don't know what flavour it was, but Diane Matson, who's a food writer and a member of our team based in Adelaide normally, she responded to my, uh, to my note to her about it. And uh, I thought she was in Adelaide, but she's actually in Auckland. So, Di, lovely to have you on the line from New Zealand. You're obviously at a special uh, food trade fair, right? Um, yes, Fine Food New Zealand, which is similar thing to Fine Food in uh, Sydney. I, I think they run it in Melbourne as yeah, well. Yeah, we, we have um, had a, one it's here. It's a huge trade show. Right. Mm. And uh, so, yes. obviously, the, uh, the edible coffee cup's interesting. What Did you bite into one? What did it taste like? Yeah, well, it's it tastes very biscuity, and I think would get a little bit softer once you've had a bit of liquid, or if you really wanted to fill it up with ice cream, you know, that could be the go. So they had different flavours, a bit like when you get a cone. Um, although I questioned whether it was a cup or a cone, and my kids thought that was really quite funny. But anyway, yeah, well, how long <laughs> um, would it last with hot coffee in it, though? Um, look, it was pretty firm, so I've. I think your coffee would be fine in it. I probably, if you're one that sort of lets your coffee sit for a long time, I might be somewhere where you could um, rescue it if it got too soft. But I only, I'm not a coffee drinker, I only tasted the actual biscuit and it's really quite firm and, you know, it tasted just just fine. And I think it would take on the flavour of whatever you put in it for sure. It's the, the most sustainable cup there is, I, I was going to say, it's, uh, it's, that's quite an extreme form of sustainability, personal accountability. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, the calories would be rammed up quite a bit, I'm sure. Oh, I imagine they would. <laughs> so what else was of interest at the uh, at the show? You're still there, obviously, Dive. Uh, yes, what I else am. Have it's, you found, uh, but... run over, it's been going over three days. Um, yeah, it, it's a huge show. It's run over three pavilions. It's designed for people in the trade, but there are very obviously others here as well. I think if you've got any connection to food at all, you can work your way in. You can't buy anything here, though. It's all about just demonstrating and displaying. There's a lot of things to taste and a lot of things to – they've even got a whole area with all um, commercial equipment, which I've been asking questions. You know, you can actually uh, change them to residential as well. Um right. And yeah, there's quite some interesting food trends coming through. Nothing mm-hmm. particularly new, but I would say the, the plant-based area is a whopper compared to what we would have seen years ago. And that, so that trend is not new, but it's, it's here to stay and it's, you know, there's so much of it. This is um, the meat replacement, everything. basically, product. Yes, yeah, yeah, and yeah for sure. Got- and look, there's everything... Everything from hemp butter and oils to milks and ice creams, crunchy granola, even, you know, the cheeses, all of that, all for vegan, vegetarian. But there's also a lot of gluten-free and a lot of wellness products um, as, as well as wellness drinks, um, probiotics um, and then fermented products, but also lots of drinks like sodas that have got um, apple cider base, which, you know, we're all becoming more aware of how healthy apple cider is for you, but it's really quite horrible to drink. Much easier to put it in a soda. <laughs> so, yeah, so you I mean tried apple cider last night. You mean apple cider vinegar, vinegar, do you? Yes, apple cider vinegar, sorry. Yes. Right, yeah, because yeah. apple cider so, we've been drinking for years, I think. Um, yeah, that's right. Okay. But one of the, well, uh, there's a couple of companies here um, showing those off that are actually from Melbourne. Uh, one of them is the Remedy Drinks, but then there's another New Zealand one that's uh, Sidekicks yeah, Sodas. But the Remedy Drinks has got lots of the kombucha, the different teas 
tea drinks as well, and it's all designed to help, you know, good gut health. Okay. So, um, so. what's the craziest thing you've seen? Um, hmm, the craziest. I don't know, because I've, I've been to places in the past where they've had things like duck tongue, and I haven't seen that today. But, oh, I think the craziest was um, a, a woman who's very passionate and is creating food that's ideal for human and dog consumption. Oh. So it's it's called New Flans and it she's making even ice creams that are they're good for your dog for dogs and their humans. Mm, so really? okay. yeah, so she's very passionate about it. So we toasted some of the things that you know that um, they sort of go along the plant based lines where they're really quite wholesome. Right. But you know you can have a lick of your ice cream and share it with your dog quite safely because normally apparently ice cream is not very good for dogs. No, so, I heard. And yeah. what about chocolate? You're not meant to give dogs chocolate. Have they got a version no, for a dog? No, yes, there's there's definitely um, dog chocolate around. Okay. Um, yeah, for sure. And they've just the different grains. But the thing that she's got is that you don't have to buy twice. You know that. The human and the dog can safely oh. eat all of it, which oh. normally you wouldn't do with a dog food, I oh. suppose. <laughs> yeah, I've been talking to your hometown this week, uh, Diet, to mm-hmm. uh, Adelaide Convention Centre, who are who are doing a, a a big focus on the indigenous foods that, of course, made famous in Adelaide by the late Jock Zonfrilo, whom you interviewed for yep. the show a couple of years ago. Yep. Any evidence of um, of indigenous? food products either New Zealand or Australian um, over there? There's certainly, um, un, unlike the fine foods in Australia, which attracts a lot of global com- companies, there's a very heavy influence here from local New Zealand companies, right. um, which for such a small country is really quite surprising, the amount of people, and they're coming from all over New Zealand with their products. haven't seen a, a huge amount of actual Indigenous foods. Um, there's still lots of... Asian style foods, but they're made here, right. and um, a lot of them are, you know, setting themselves up here and meeting, networking, and hoping to export more. And um, they, uh, they apparently exporting to Australia is a, a fairly easy process. I'm actually travelling with a, a woman who helps people um, export to the United States, and where they have very special, specialised rules. But she matches up people you know, from Australia and New Zealand with companies over there, about 3,000 companies she deals with. So, it's you know, that's quite a, a good process. Oh, yeah. Whereas the relationship between Australia and then New Zealand as far as exports a lot easier from what I'm hearing. So, yeah, it's sure. been interesting. No actual um, Indigenous that I've seen so far, but there are three giant pavilions. I haven't seen absolutely all of it yet, but... And not as much seafood as uh, apparently has been here in the past. Oh. Uh, I'd have to say the drinks, so many drinks, gins galore and all all the different cocktail mixes, but also all of these drinks that are, you know, really good for your gut, um, healthy drinks, wellness, um, alcoholic or not, you know. So, and I, I suspect that's just taking up a lot of the space at the moment. That and the plant-based thing, it's quite incredible. Right. So there's a, there is a whole... Oh, probably half of one pavilion is all um, plant-based, but then they're scattered around as well. So, I know I did a story some years ago about the amount of people that need gluten-free and plant-based and everything accounted for 10 to 15% of the population. Well, that's some years ago. That's certainly grown. And if you, this is any indication, the percentage of demand for that is up 
big time. Right. And do you think that the products you've seen there are likely to end up on supermarket shelves or are they for more nuanced uh, retailers, you know, small businesses? Yeah, I think there's probably more small businesses here. And there are a few big ones like Big Foods and Global Foods, all of those. But uh, there's, it's good to see a lot of boutique companies. We tried some gin yesterday from a company that's only been going for six months. They have some pretty good gin, actually, um, infused with real fruit. And then there's some big ones like Milk Lab, which does all the, the plant-based milks, oat milk, you know, the different things like that. So, But overall, I'd say they're mostly fairly small companies, which right. is really good to see because a lot of the time these shows – the stands can be quite, you know, quite expensive for them. Sure. And considering they're not allowed to actually sell anything here, it's all about, you know, on you know, orders afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. so you've got another day of the show, have you? No, no. Uh, today's the last day. Heading right. back to Adelaide tomorrow. So, okay. Um, oh, well. It was a three-day show. It, start, it started on Sunday. So, you know, they've sort of hit all areas, you know, people that needed to do it on the weekend. But it's been incredibly busy yesterday and probably today is even busier, I think. It's the, the brochures that people are just run off their feet. We had the girl I'm travelling with mention to someone that she was at the Sydney show. Uh, this is one of the people that was doing the sodas with apple cider vinegar in it and hadn't thought about doing her local New Zealand one. And so she suggested it to her and she's here and she said she was thankful for the recommendation. She said this it, you know, it's been crazy, the amount of feedback and inquiry they've been getting. So you have like a QR code and they all scan that and then they keep in touch with you about it. Oh, well, I hope maybe... It's very you, well organised. Yeah, you're probably going to come back with a bunch of stories about some interesting developers of food <laughs> well, it's, products. Yeah, and it's certainly quite educational in seeing what's around. Right. You know, there were... And actually, one of the things I was going to say was seeing a lot of things like dumplings and bow buns and all of those things like frozen. And, you know, apart from absolute cooking tragics like me, they're so good. Why would you make your own anymore? They're, they're really... They're frozen products that they cook up and let you taste here and they're as good as anything you eat in a, in a restaurant. Yeah, I think there certainly are some products that fall into that category, uh, Yep. Uh, you know, Japanese yep. uh, products, for example, that you just quickly uh, boil and fry. Yep. Uh, you know, why would yep. you bother yep. trying to make a little, a well, little dumpling right. the time yeah, it well, takes? Well, the bao buns uh, particularly the, and, you know, the Vietnamese and the gyoza, Japanese gyoza and yeah. Chinese dumplings. Yep. Um, and they cook up, cook up so easily from frozen and they're really good. So, okay. yeah, so I'm going home. I usually make them at home, but I might be thinking twice and spend the time on something else, I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's a good call, Doc. <laughs> All right. Well, it's yeah. lovely to hear from you. Thank you so much for filling us in on what's going on no over problem. there. And I guess it's probably yep. going to end up uh, in our kitchen or on our supermarket shelf at some point, some of that material. So uh, yep. something there to, so. uh, to look out for. Yeah, and look, if anybody wants to see, you can see all of the exhibitors on uh, Fine Food New Zealand's website. Yep. Um, and there are quite a few of us, uh, you know, Australian ones there as well, and you know, from out from Melbourne too, like, as I said, uh, Remedy Drinks and Markwell Foods, the big company that has actually purchased lots of others, but they're here in New Zealand, they're based in uh, Melbourne. So, which is good to see. It is good to see, Di. Well, we'll uh, look forward to chatting with you when you get back from uh, New Zealand. Well, that was me, Graham Kemlow, speaking with Diane Matson, food writer from Adelaide, member of our team for many years. And she's been in Auckland this week for the Fine Food Festival.